Hey, Happy New Year, everybody. We're all pretty tired. Anyway, start the show! What is up, fanboys and fangirls? Welcome back to another episode of the What the Fanboy podcast. My name is Luke Zilke, and I'm here with my super awesome friend and co-host, Chris Hacker. What's up, guys? I've been awake for 36 hours. <laughs> yeah, me too. And I'm here <laughs> with our friend and co-host, Tyler Davis. What's up, guys? I slept eight hours last night. Wow. So I uh, feel pretty good by comparison. That's so lame. Me and Chris did the opposite. Yeah. <laughs> Luke slept all morning. Yeah, I did go. I did go to bed once I got home. I was at a, a church party that went through the night, so that was a lot of fun. Not me. <laughs> I go hard. You go too hard sometimes, Chris. Yep. But I went too hard last night. <laughs> hey, but at least you got the sleep. Yeah, I did get the sleep. Well, why don't we talk about what we've been doing? Right. It's been a while. <laughs> it has been a while. Took a break for been Christmas. Doing? So almost forgot what a podcast is. I, I can't even spell podcast anymore. P O Y. Is that right? I think it's like P O T C S Z T. That sounds right. Anyway, what have you been doing, guys? I, I haven't been doing much, so I've been doing a ton of reading. I finished the dark side, which Chris I think abandoned. Yeah, I just couldn't get into it. I started reading Lord of the Rings instead. Yeah, no, and I'll and I'll give a quick review of that. Um the book was good. I wasn't a huge fan of the style and it, the way it was written. It had a lot of perspectives. It went like character, character, world building, character, character, world building. And it kept doing yeah. that. Um, I will say the formula paid off in the end because it made it like when you got to the end and you you started the last chapter, you kind of knew like, oh, snap, it's about to happen. Like that kind of thing. So that was fun. Um, I also read the first book of the Chaos Walking trilogy, The Knife of Never Letting Go. Going to be a movie directed by Doug Liman in 2019. Comes out in March. Like starring that, What's His Nuts, Tom Holland, <laughs> Daisy Ridley, and Mads Mikkelsen. I hear an airplane. I think it's our heater. I hear a heater. We'll leave it running. It's zero <laughs> degrees outside. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Um, but other than that, I've just been playing a lot of PUBG. Um, I watched four movies this weekend, so that was good. Watched two this morning. Good grief. So I've I've been on a roll. I watched Hitch <laughs> and Ace Ventura well, when Nature Calls this morning. Oh, nice. that movie's so good. I watched uh, Spider-Man Homecoming this weekend, and I watched Baywatch this weekend. Oh, how was that? Surprisingly good. It kind of the way it starts is like we are not taking ourselves seriously. We're just going to be ridiculous, and they do exactly that, it's like a comedy version of Fast and Furious. Hmm. Surprisingly, with no nudity. Baywatch. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Oh, that's, yeah, that is kind of surprising. Yep. I've been watching uh, Star Wars Clone Wars. Oh yeah, baby! I think I'm near the end of season two. Uh, it's great. If you haven't watched it, you should do that. It's uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of Star Wars. And it's really well done for a kids show. Mm. And like, unlike most kids shows, characters that you care about will die, and like, and they'll just be dead, and they'll move on. It won't be. 
it's not always a happy ending, which, I mean, you kind of know because, you know, it takes place between episode two and episode three. So you know where it's eventually going. Um, but I think it's really well done for both uh, kids and adults. I agree. And I've still read Lord of the Rings and it's still great. Um, one of my favorite books. I got a human resource machine on the switch. It was a super cheap game. Just picked it up and it's like a math game. Hmm. So it was, it was, it was fun. A little brain teaser type math game. Does it make math fun? Uh, <laughs> I think that the game is fun. If you already like, like math and like programming language and stuff like that. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's not for everybody, but I really, I really enjoy it. And I played some more for the King, which I've talked about in the past on here, uh, with some of my buddies that live out of state playing online. Nice. A lot of the stuff I did, I'll be talking about later. I read some comics and I rewatched a lot of my favorite movies from this past year. So I'll, I'll talk about them later. All right. I traveled to Omaha where it's negative seven degrees and that was ridiculous. I almost got kicked out of my family from my cousin-in-law because I said the remake of True Grit was better than the original. I just want to say that um, Rotten Tomatoes critics and audience and IMDb score all agree with me. So, hi. <laughs> Speaking of that, have either of you watched Bright? No. Oh, I did watch as much of it as I could. <laughs> audience scores 90%. Wow. Wow, that's more divisive than Star Wars. Yeah, I was <laughs> not yeah, impressed. It's got a really high audience score. I think it really, and it completely fails in its message. Like, because it's supposed to be like, like super heavy handed on like racial inequality and all that. But it, like one of the specific lines in the movie is all the races are different, but like that doesn't make any of them good or bad when like, because they're different species. Like, yeah, orcs are physically different. And, and, and elves are physically... Like, yeah, they are different species. They have biological differences. That's what super racist people think about <laughs> other... Like, people of other ethnicities. But... So, I feel like it failed in that part of its message to me. And it was just super heavy-handed to the point where it was... Like... <laughs> I just at one point Will Smith says fairy lives don't matter today <laughs> like, I saw that in the trailer yeah like very clearly it's a social movie yeah it's also a Max Landis script so there's lots of weird stuff in it which, like the concept is great like you know fantasy stuff in modern day awesome awesome concept but I mean, I haven't watched it, so I I still kind of want to check it out. I'm going to, but I don't know. There's just so much other stuff I want to do, so I might just watch this stuff that I hear is good for. And I mean, t- to be fair, you know, maybe it completely redeemed itself. I didn't finish yeah, watching true. it. <laughs> what? Maybe it com- maybe like oh, completely redeemed gotcha. itself in the end, but I've only talked to two people who watched it, and both of them liked it. So now it's three. Oh yeah, three now. I also feel like it depicted L.A. in a very, like, what someone who's never been to L.A. would think L.A. is like. (laughs) Super gang heavy? Yeah. Yeah, it's David Ayer for you. 
He loves that gang And culture. like super mid-90s gang heavy. Well, Will Smith does look like he's from the 90s in that movie, kind of. <laughs> I mean, I was just asking. Yeah. You're not going to upset no. me at all. I mean, you know, maybe I'll give it another shot, but uh, I didn't think it was great. There's a reason it wasn't released theatrically. Because it's a Netflix original? Yeah. Well, like, I mean, <laughs> Manchester by the Sea wasn't released theatrically until well after it came out, right? I don't know. <clears throat> well, I'm not expecting Bright to get a theatrical oh, release. Oh, probably not. So yeah, that's my opinion on that. I forgot that I watched that. Thanks for asking. Yeah, I just saw the divisive <laughs> scores and I was like, man, I wonder what's, if anybody's watching. What's the it. critic score? Like thirty percent. Nice. <laughs> they call like the the law enforcement group that deals with magic, they just call the magic feds. Like, really? You couldn't like, come up with a name for them? There's the magic feds. Magic head. Like psych reference. What are the magic FBI? And that's just their name. They don't have the FBS Federal Bureau of Sorcery Federal Bureau of Magic the Magic Squad we so you've already come up with better <laughs> names than they did Suicide Squad of Magic Breaker <laughs> dudes <laughs> and girls led by Deadshot did uh, anyone else do anything worth talking about instead of talking about Bright <laughs> I did not, but I know we all did do a lot in 2017, and that's what you're here to talk. That <laughs> that's what we're all here to talk about today. We're here to give you our best and worst thoughts about comics, the movies, the TV shows, and the video games that we played this year. Video games a little less since we did do a game of the year episode or video game awards episode, but. Let's start off with probably the thing we did the least because we didn't, I don't, we never had a a comic, oh, we had Ryan Little's Lonesome's bonus episode, but we never had a comic um, dedicated episode. So did anybody have any best comics that they read this year besides me? (laughs) The button. Yeah. Either the button or, um, I do a lot of like trade paperback, so Red Hood and the Outlaws volume one was really good introducing the new characters yeah uh for me for something that was older definitely why the last man volume one it's absolutely fantastic but uh for something that came out this year just when i was going up to omaha this past weekend i read doomsday clock number one and number two doomsday clock number one is hands down the best comic i've read it was kind of interesting going into like introducing the Watchmen in the DC universe and it's it's just so cool how they did it but so I'd really recommend it so is Doomsday Clock and the button are they they're they're connected connected. the button's like a precursor yeah yeah I didn't read anything outside of Lonesome's because I don't have a pull list at the comic shop (laughs) so you can read my comics okay just go grab some what about worst Tyler did you have a worst comic reflecting back I think a comic I really wasn't a huge fan of. It was st- like worst comic is hard. It's hard to say like this comic just sucked. It wasn't yeah. the best comic I read this year is a better way to describe it. Yeah. But uh, Secret Weapons from Valiant. Um, it was just kind of underwhelming. They hyped mm-hmm. it up really big. Like it was this huge event and it really just kind of, I don't know, it kind of fell on its face a little bit. It's kind of flat. But yeah. It was still good. Like it was still an interesting story, but it just wasn't 
wasn't what it was cracked up to be. Yeah. Mine, uh, it was in my pull list because I get Wonder Woman in my pull. And so I got like a special event. And it's the Wonder Woman Conan series that's going on right now. I read the first one. Yeah, it was kind of weird. I wasn't feeling it. But I also think Conan the Barbarian is kind of stupid. So I read that first one. I was like, okay, I'm not going to read the rest of these because this is dumb. (laughs) And then kind of a category I'm going to have in each section is uh, best thing you didn't do, but is probably really good. Well, for me, it's Doomsday Clock. Yeah. I'm just, I'm waiting for it to all come out in one. Yeah, for me, it's the button. Because I want to, I want to start with the button before I read Doomsday Clock. And you can borrow mine. I have the deluxe edition. Nice. Oh, you know what I did read and I actually really enjoyed it was um, what's the one that you made me read? That you made me read? What's oh, Bloodshot. Bloodshot. I, I read Bloodshot. Oh yeah, and our Bloodshot things. number one, and I, I actually really enjoyed that. I just, it's been so long that I forgot about mm-hmm. it. Gosh, that was a long. time I did ago. see that Man Exo Man of War, which I read a lot of this year. Um, made the top 20 comic list for the year oh really Mm -hmm. nice and it's well deserved that was really good Mm -hmm. it wasn't the button i mean it's hard to compare a standalone arc to an event like the button or doomsday clock like those books obviously are going to take the cake yeah for the ones that are probably good that i haven't read i own one which is batman who laughs and you're really good things about that i'll get to it eventually i own it but then also the mr miracle series going on by Tom King right now, I hear is maybe the best comic of the year. I read the first issue of that. What'd you think? It was good. It's written like a classic. Bless you. Yeah. <laughs> okay. There it goes. It's written like a classic. So like it's really square panels. So yeah. it's kind of tough, but I just, I don't think I was in the mindset to read it, but the story's good. Yeah. I mean, if you don't know anything about Scott Free, he's one of the most interesting characters in all of comics, I think. Yeah. Son of High Father, given the dark side. Pretty interesting story there. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, that's all the comics that's we fine. read. So. <laughs> um, yeah, we got to do better about that this, this coming year. Yeah, 2018, our goal is to have more comic-centered yeah. things. Yeah. Read more comics. Buy us comics, and we'll read them. Let's do video games next. Right. The two smallest first. Yeah, because yeah, we, we did have a whole video game episode. Go listen to that one if you want to hear our thoughts on like game of the year and stuff. But I thought of some more interesting things. So like surprise game. The game that surprised you the most, good or bad, for me was Assassin's Creed Origins. But I, I talked about that in the other episode. I, I do have another one too. Um... I didn't play a lot of games, but I actually found a lot of the games I played surprising. PUBG for me was actually surprisingly fun. I didn't expect it to be as fun as it is. Mm-hmm. I played two. I don't normally play a lot of shooters, but I played two shooters this year and I really enjoyed them both. I mean, I played uh, Battlefield 1. It came out last the end of last year. year like holiday last year yeah okay but i didn't get it until i moved down here yeah um i was never into the call of duty games the way you were luke or any of the battlefield games really and, like i didn't play a lot of it but i always enjoyed it when i did play it because mm-hmm. normally we'd squat up and, and play with a group of people <laughs> it's a fun one and and so that was a lot of fun but then yeah PUBG. i was not expecting anything from that game and i, I when i first started playing it i was like okay this looks like it, it kind of looks a little like 
not done because it's not done. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, especially when I started playing it earlier this year, like they've they've polished it a bit, but it's I mean it's still rough around the edges, but like the concept of it was so good that already other games are copying it and mm. but yeah PUBG yeah. was my surprise of the year like i knew i wanted it when they were like it's coming to xbox i was like well i'm gonna buy it because yeah. it's gonna be cheap yeah and it's it's cheaper than a full game like yeah. it's 30 bucks and i will say for PUBG, PUBG gets your yeah it is 30 sorry PUBG does something that a game hasn't been able to do for me in a long time and that is like my adrenaline pumps so hard playing mm-hmm. that game at times. Like when you're in that final like two or three circles and there's like 10 people alive and you're laying in the grass while like three people are walking past you. And cause you, I mean, it's, it's pretty tactical, surprisingly yeah. tactical. Like you have to really conserve ammo and decide if it's worth it to pull the trigger. Oh, like yeah. It's, it's when you realize you're too far out of the circle and you have to get to the circle quickly. <laughs> I got to find a car. I got to find the only, a car. I the only way there is across a wide open field and you know, there's people in the house oh, yeah. across that field ready to snipe you as soon as you step out. Yep. The second you move, you, if there's a chance you're dead. Yep. Like, so it's, I don't know. It just create, creates like a, a feeling that not many games can recreate. So that's really cool. I really enjoyed PUBG. Really am enjoying PUBG. You're up, Luke. Your surprise game. I said Assassin's Creed. Yeah. Oh. You said you had more, though. <laughs> oh, well, I was just really surprised with how much they improved Injustice and Injustice 2. Yeah. They yeah Injustice they 2, took a, a great game and made it even better. I think Injustice 2 is the best fighter of the year. Definitely. Um, yeah. Also, another one for me that I was just... I don't know if surprise is, is the, right, the right word for it or not, but I was just really impressed that they were able to capture the classic feel of the sonic games in sonic mania and have it translate so well into like the new hd systems and it like it feels exactly like i'm playing the sega genesis just with a new game like new sonic games which that was some of my favorite games when i was younger so that was really cool that's awesome all right i wrote these down just in case i wrote down best setting and best music i didn't know if you guys want to talk about those or not i have a best soundtrack for sure destiny 2 Destiny 2 is probably one of the biggest letdowns of the year for me. It's it's a great game. I just, I don't know. There was just something about it this time around that I just couldn't, I can't stick with it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't stick with it. Um, that's I, not to say it's a bad game. It's just, it wasn't for me this time around. But the soundtrack for that game was incredible. I just don't think Bungie has the RPG chops to pull off a game like that. They're, they're a first-person shooter. Like, that's what they've become. And I think that, I don't think that, destiny or destiny 2 will be as much of an rpg as the people who they're like what as what their target audience would want if that makes sense yeah i, I got you which i'm hoping i'm really hoping that um anthem gets it the right. anthem because that's being made by bioware who their bread and butter has been rpgs when does that come out again i don't know probably holiday Ugh. yeah it'll be a while that's a long time. My my best music is Horizon. It's it's so good. It's like Aboriginal and mm-hmm. Horizon soundtrack was good too. Yeah, I mean I haven't played Horizon, but I've been in your room when, when you've been playing it, Luke. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's uh, like the soundtrack on that is is really good. Mm-hmm. The minute you start playing it, you're just like, yeah, no, oh, yeah, just it on help- the title menu. It helps create that world, yeah, and make it feel real. Horizon's very good. I haven't beat it yet, but it is good. All right, we did talk about. Uh, our, oh, do we sorry. want to do setting? Best setting. 
Oh yeah, sure. I think I mean mine's mine's Zelda. Easy. The open world type rule is pretty amazing. Mine is Assassin's Creed again. Ancient Egypt. See, yeah, I haven't played Assassin's Creed yet. Yeah, I, I, w- so I would like to. Yeah, I'm I plan to play it soon. Um I love climbing that freaking pyramid. I think I agree with you. I think open world Hyrule is just one of the coolest things that I've played in recent years. And it's just it's massive. Like it, that game is huge. I thought I thought that the uh the plateau was huge and then it was I like know. oh oh this is a small part in the middle of the map this is your training yeah <laughs> have fun <laughs> all right so we did have a best game of the year episode but i don't know if we talked about the worst game we played did you guys have a game that you're like this is just such a waste of my time i can't believe i spent money on this. when did for honor come out it came out at the same time that Lego Batman came out. Because we were at Lego Batman, you're like, I'm going to buy For Honor. That game sucked. <laughs> that game was so bad. I didn't. I actually didn't have to buy it because of the game share thing. Oh, yeah. But it was so bad. Like, all of us played it for, like, a week. And everybody was like, yeah, no. <laughs> Not going to happen. So I didn't. I, was that not, this year? Really? I think so. Because I remember... feels like so long ago because of how bad it was. We were seeing Lego Batman on Valentine's Day. And you're like... We are in the canteen. Oh, it was. It was February 14th. Yes. You're a steel trap over there, man. Yeah, that game sucked. Even with four hours of sleep in the past 48 or 30... Whatever. No. You woke up at like 11? I, yeah, I didn't sleep very good. Oh. I just kind of laid there. That's fair. Yeah, that game, terrible. Absolute waste of time, money, <laughs> anything, thought. Not good. I mean, like, I play a lot of, like, early access games on Steam that a lot of those, like, I pick them up for a dollar, and some of those are not that great. So, I mean, I'm not even going to really talk about those because they're, I mean, they're early access for a reason. Um, of, like, full games that I, like, bought and paid for that were, actual releases i didn't buy a lot and they were all pretty good so if i had to say the worst one a part of me wants to say one two switch (laughs) but also i knew exactly what that was when i bought it um and it's like that's not even like that's not even like a game that's a oh switch tutorial that's a party trick yeah um here's what your switch can do yeah basically excluding one two switch which is great for 15 minutes and then never again (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> which have, <laughs> Tyler have you checked that out since you borrowed it no I actually <laughs> so when you gave it to me I was like let me look at a video and see what this is and this dude was like I played it for 10 minutes and then I took it back Yeah, and I'll never own that game again he's like I don't even want it near my like, switch it's, it's the it's the switch's version of Wii Sports Wii Sports was dope though and I, I appreciate what they were doing with it they made much faster games like a lot shorter games with the intention of like larger groups so it there's more turnover instead of two people playing for five minutes while everyone else watches it's like two people play for 30 seconds and then swap off like and then trade the trade out so i i get what they were doing i think it would have been better with maybe a different like art style in it because like the tutorial videos just are awkward and weird and there's (laughs) like they have actual like it's their actual videos with actual actors doing it which is like kind of like 
just is it's just kind of uncomfortable and weird looking. <laughs> yeah, I don't really I I did forgot about that game. I didn't pay for it, but I played Chris's, but I'm not about a like, milk and a cow game, you know. Yeah, like the treasure chest game was fine. Where you just had to cuz you just had to untangle the treasure chest, like that was fine. But it's like I can't wait for the Luke Skywalker milking game on the Switch <laughs> coming in 2019. <laughs> 2018. But yeah, but then of the actual games I bought, probably my least favorite was, and I'm, I'm going to get hate for this, I know, but it's Odyssey. Odyssey. Yeah. yeah. I knew you were going to, I was waiting for you to say it. I still haven't finished it. That's okay. But Dana's got over 500 moons on it so far. Dang. Yeah, dude, she's putting, put some work in on and it. And like, it's not a bad game. Like, I don't want to, like, I, I know I've hated on Odyssey on this podcast a bit, but like, <laughs> it's not a bad game. It's just, of, of the favorite, games, yeah. I, of the games I bought, it was my least favorite. Yeah, which I only bought good games this year, except for one two switch. So. Yeah. Oh, you know what? That's a lie. I bought Andromeda and played ten minutes of it. That's right. <laughs> I forgot about yeah. the game. Oh. Does this work? Does this sound okay? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I really want to lean back. <laughs> yeah. You know, I bought Mass Effect Andromeda because Mass Effect was my favorite video game series, and I didn't get out of the tutorial. Which maybe I should give it another shot because like. I've heard that there are redeeming qualities of that game. I should probably give it another shot, but also why? All right, last video game category. Best game you didn't play, but it's probably great. I have two, and they're both games that you have, so I should really play them. Yep. And it's Horizon, Zero Dawn, and Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah, mine would have to be Assassin's Creed Origins. Yeah. Mine is um, a game that you guys both have. It better be what i think it is oh yeah it is yeah it's 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 zelda it's that one good that one on the wall yeah not only do i have it i have it on a portable console that you could take downstairs (laughs) (laughs) that is true you have no excuse i just need i just need to forget about it for a bit yeah because it'll it'll be too hyped up but yeah once you get past it you can't roll oh my gosh that's too much never playing it i'm just kidding But I never wanted to roll. I never even noticed it, honestly, yeah. until I was at Best Buy that, with you that day, and you're like, you can't roll? And I was like, oh, crap, you can't <laughs> I, roll on this I, game. I played it for four seconds, and I'm like, why can't, what's the roll button? Yeah, but no, I never, I never <laughs> I wanted I never even to. noticed it, like, when I was playing, and then he said that, and I was like. But at least you can sprint now. Yeah. Rolling was faster in, like, Wind Waker. <laughs> when you couldn't sprint. Yeah. yeah. And you can jump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you can climb. And you can Anything. climb. And you can throw square bombs. All right, next yep. section. Uh, we're on to TV shows. Okay, question about this category. Does Netflix stuff count? Yes. Okay, cool. Yep. Let's just start with best TV show. Stranger Things. Yeah. <laughs> For me and Chris, apparently. I'm sorry, guys, but the answer is The Punisher. <laughs> that was I the haven't best? seen it. Oh, yeah. You were really, like, unsure when I talked to you about it. Yeah, when I was halfway through it, I was pretty unsure. But then that thing gets really crazy. It's really good. Good. It's one of the best Netflix ones. And there's actual character development for not just the main character, which is pretty nice. There's, it's, I think it's the only one where I've been like, they could have just shortened this. Yeah, obviously they can, but it was like, you know what? That wasn't too long. There's, it has the least amount of annoying characters. That's a good start for those shows. There's just one as opposed to like four or five in each one. The villain is really good, as opposed to like Diamondback or anything Iron Fist related. But it was it was just it was really cool, and it's a lot different than 
how how things work than like uh, the other Netflix shows. Yeah. So I intend to watch it. You've you've got to check it out. I got to finish Dark, and then I'll probably start yeah. that. I was also a huge fan of Voltron, but this the the two seasons that came season out this three year, and four? season three and four. I didn't feel like we're as strong as the previous seasons. Yeah. Uh, season two is the best. Yeah. Season two is definitely the best. Um, and uh, Troll Hunters. Yes. Didn't they just release the second season? They just released season? the second season of that. And I'm sure the second season is great. Yeah, you it's started so good. it. You started I, it. Okay. I might have finished it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Guess you also just watch it again. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> but no, that's another. Troll Hunters is another one that's. Like, it's a kid's show, but it's. It's for adults. Uh, it's a kid's show. For, who's the. Guillermo del Toro. Yeah, Guillermo del Toro, who's doing the Shape, oh, okay. shape of Water. Yeah. Um, uh, it's yeah, it's well, it's well done, in my opinion. Yeah, it's really well done. And honestly, I didn't, I, I haven't noticed the voice actor change. Is it different? I don't know. Or is it still Anton? I haven't checked, so I don't know if they if they finished all the recording before he passed. Yeah, I, I'm not sure about that either. Mister yeah. Yelkin. Yeah. Yelchin. Yelkin, Yelchin, Anton. I think it's Yelkin, Mister Anton, uh, Anton Y. Yeah, anyways, I mean Netflix has been killing it for TV. I think that's no surprise. Yeah. Also, Stranger Things season two was super, super good. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Don't want to forget it. That it was my that. favorite. Yeah. Was there anything that was like a new, original, not connected to anything else TV show? Dark. There's, there's one that you watched. I'm. I'm pretty sure you liked that had to do with mutants. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that you remember more of what I watched. Uh, are you talking about Legion? Oh, heck yeah. Yeah. Is that on Netflix? No, it was an FX show. It's not yeah. on Hulu. Either. I think I watched it on Hulu. It's not on Hulu. I might've watched I it on Amazon. I don't know. I was going to, I'll get into my surprise show. Right. has to do with mutants as well um but yeah no i really liked legion i thought it was well acted um aubrey plaza did great mm-hmm. uh, i think it's honestly i think it was one of her better roles because i it showed a little more of her range because i feel like she's been the same character in a lot of stuff she's been the girl from parks and rec in everything in everything yeah yeah and so she wasn't that in this yeah uh, so that was nice and it's do you know if that ever got picked up for another season i'm not sure okay We'll see. I imagine it did. It yeah. was very well received and liked. So. Yeah. Um, which is that included with the whole Disney thing now? Yep. So that's it's owned by Disney. I think so. Weird. That's crazy. But yeah, and then I mean, obviously, I watched Clone Wars, which didn't come out this year, but I like a lot. All right, worst TV show. I think I have the only worst TV show. I have ev- a worst that even matters. <laughs> What was yours? It's Inhumans. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I paid money for that. Yeah, you did. I paid money to watch a TV oh, show. It man. was the worst thing I've ever seen in my life. Mine was The Flash. Uh, I haven't hey. been watching that. I gave up on it for now. I might try to watch it when it ends and see if maybe it gets better. But Westworld was last year, right? Yes. yes. Year? Okay. Not that that's not that that's in the worst category. I yeah. was just still thinking of bests, which it also wasn't the best, but it was good. Oh, Game of Thrones is uh, Game of Thrones is Game of Thrones. Yeah. It was good. It was good. Yeah. It wasn't the best, but it was really good. Yeah. But yeah, and Humans was the absolute most garbage worst thing <laughs> I've ever seen in my life. I mean, it even had Disney like, uh, we 
probably shouldn't do this again. Like, yeah. No more. IMAX did they finish the season? Yeah. Is it still going? No. Okay. Did it get picked up for another? I don't think it got no. even picked up for a back half, Man. did it? No. Yeah. Uh, like they dropped so much into that. You have the worst CGI possible on this. And then you put it on the hair. biggest screen you can. And then it's it's one of it's the like most unique power that they have maybe visually. Yeah. And they shave it off. That's a great decision whoever thought of that. <sighs> That was so stupid. Even though it's saves, in the trailer, I knew it saves was on the CGI. Oh, it's so bad. Tell and us it, about the CGI waterfall in Hawaii. All right, so they're in Hawaii, which is just a volcano island. You know, it's tropical. There's waterfalls left and right. You walk out of the hotel, waterfall. You go down the street, waterfall. They decided to film an island and put a waterfall CGI going down the side and. It looked, it looked like Christmas streamers glistening in the in the sun, if they were oh, made out man. of plastic and encased in bubble wrap. I it was so bad. I need to watch it just so I can chime in because it, it sounds like hilariously bad. It's not okay. It's it's really just bad. It's just irritating. A lot of potential. Terrible execution. Okay, okay. somebody else can go now. Yeah, I <laughs> don't really think I have a worst. I mean, I'd have to like look back through my Netflix queue and see what I started and didn't finish. We both watched Korra. We did both watch Korra. <laughs> Which is not even really the worst. And it's, it's, it's more of the universe of Avatar, which I loved. I love Avatar Last Airbender. So Korra's fine. It gets a pass. Yeah. Was there? All right, what's the next category in, for TV shows? Uh, surprising TV show. Mine is Inhumans. I was surprised with how bad it actually was. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Mine uh, actually is not comic book related or nerd related at all. It's a nature show. It's Round called, Planet. It's called Round Planet. Yeah, <laughs> if you haven't watched Round Planet. It's one of the funniest shows I've it. seen. <laughs> Have you actually seen what that guy looks like who does it? it look <laughs> no. him up. It makes it even better. Oh, my gosh. I might have to watch it again with his picture beside the TV. Yeah. Dude, It's he's so goofy looking. Yeah, I'll just, I'll just put it so on when I'm doing other stuff now. I do Because yeah. I've, I've already watched the whole thing, so I'll just have it playing in the background. Yeah, Dana, Dana and I watch it when we, like, eat or something, and we don't want to, like, start a long, like, hour-long episode. We'll turn on Round Planet. and. <laughs> have you guys gotten to the episode on uh, Madagascar yet where with the big eye things? Yep. Not yet. Those things are creepy looking. The funniest thing so far, I think, is in the second. No, it's in the first episode for me. When the birds jump out and just like bounce. (laughs) Dude, oh my gosh. I was rolling. I think that it is a better piece of art than Planet Earth. Because it's funny. Because it's funny. And I'm pretty sure some of it is like the same footage. (laughs) They just used it. Well, it's BBC. Yeah, it's BBC. Yeah. It's great. And I love how they, they reference the one cameraman they use. Yeah. And <laughs> Tabitha, the producer, is always given... what What's the guy's name? He calls himself something. Something Wormwood or something like that. Yeah. It's a really dorky name. Yeah, but that's, I mean, that's not his real it's, name. No, it's yeah. Matt Lucas is the comedian, yeah. I think. But, oh my gosh, it was so funny. Shout out to Joel for telling me about that. What about you guys? Most surprising TV show? Mine was... uh. A, a FX show as well, or Fox show, um, The Gifted. Mm. Yep. I was not expecting much from that because I had heard Legion was so good, and I was like, they're just trying to capitalize. That's all this is. But 
it was surprisingly good. I mean, the CGI in it's good. The the actors are pretty good. I mean, some of them are. Is that the one with um, Maisie Williams from no. Game of Thrones? No. She's in the movie New Mutants. Oh, okay. Okay, gotcha. I knew that she was in something mutant related. No, it's uh, I can't even tell you who the big actors cool. are in it. It doesn't matter. They all just do so well. Um, it has like Thunderbird and Polaris and some characters. Who's Magneto's daughter? Polaris. Okay. Super dope character. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of letting some episodes back up for me so I can mm. binge a little bit. Um, but it it was the surprise of the year for me. I I wasn't expecting much from it, and I was very pleased with what it produced. Binge life. Dude, binge life was real for a few shows this year. The show I binged the hardest this year, is that a category? Defenders. Oh, yeah. I binged the crap out. I watched seven episodes in one day. That might be my surprise. It was better than, definitely better than I anticipated. Yeah. It was good. Because, oh, was was Iron Fist this year? It was last year. Was I, it? I thought you watched it when I lived in this house. That's right. It was this year. Yeah. It's not even the worst. Yeah, it was. Which is amazing. <laughs> I couldn't watch. considered. I couldn't watch it. Like, I couldn't get through the first few episodes. I didn't even try. Go watch Inhumans, then go watch Iron Fist. <laughs> Which, like, because of that, I was not expecting a whole lot from, from Defenders, Defenders. Yeah, and it, and it, like, it wasn't the best show by any means, but it, yeah. it was better than I expected it to be. And I think Iron Fist's crappiness, since I watched the whole thing, helped Defenders, yeah, be better. Especially just the Iron Fist character because he's better written in Defenders, but he's better written as soon as he teams up with everyone. Yeah, he's much. I think the actor's better. When he can be in a when he has a stronger when he's, he's in an ensemble. ensemble when he's with Luke Cage I think he's when he's at yeah. his best yeah great moments there so yeah that'd be binge 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 mine is Stranger Things season two I watched it straight through until three in the morning did you watch it twice yeah and yeah. I watched yeah I fin- oh that's what I did I finished Stranger Things two with my mom nice and uh, she um, spoilers for Stranger Things season two and three two one uh, she did not like Bob's death. She looked at me. Hi, Julie. And she's like, I don't like that. <laughs> I was like, oh. I believe it. Um, mine, the one that I binged the hardest was probably Legion. I think I I think I watched that when I was unemployed. Mm-hmm. So I just like watched it straight through, through the, like through the night. How many episodes is that? <sighs> Honestly, I don't, I couldn't probably tell Probably 16, I think. I don't think it's that many. Is I think it it's a short season. 10 to 13? It's FX. I think it's 13. A lot of their shows okay. have 13 episodes. Unless you think of any th- more surprises, I'm moving on to best TV show you didn't watch but was probably probably really great. I, I have three. Uh, Legion. Yeah. I, I didn't want to say Legion, but yeah, Legion probably for and me. Then for me, The Gifted as well. But then the one that... It's only eight episodes. It's only eight? Really? From what I'm seeing. Wow. I can watch that in a day. Sounds quite doable. I think that it was a... Like they took a risk making it, so they didn't want to do a huge yeah. season, but paid off. Yeah, and then for the one that I think is actually probably the best that I like the most is Marvel's Runaways. Haven't started that yet either. I want to watch that so bad. Yeah. So I have I have three then too: Runaways, Legion, and Glow. Oh, Glow! Oh, I forgot so about Glow. Yeah. Forgot about that too. That's yeah. probably a surprise for you guys. Yeah, definitely a surprise. Definitely. Luke and I started watching that one together, and then I was waiting for him to keep watching it, and I asked him, hey, do you want to watch more episodes of Glow? And he's like, oh, I already watched the whole thing. 
Yeah. So then I said, I watched the whole That was probably my other super binge. That and actually Punisher 2. I'll watch that in about two two or three days. But. I forgot about Runaways. It's a Hulu exclusive, so it's kind of weird. But mm. um, I'll probably start that pretty soon. And I haven't cracked open my Hulu in a while. I should check that out. Anytime I open it, I'm like, I'm going to watch Rick and Morty. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd say Runaways is probably at the top of my list for things to watch. Which It's definitely close to mine once I finish Dark. I mean, if... I've seen, I think I've seen a few Hulu originals and like they, they do good work. I don't know if they're like Netflix levels yet, but I mean, it's the same, same concept as Netflix where they can release the whole thing. And Mm -hmm. gosh, that makes storytelling so much easier. Yeah. Just watch it at your own pace. Yep. It's the way of the future. Also, I'm going to throw Star Wars Rebels out there. Yeah. If it, if we could freaking stream it anywhere. Yeah. It's not on any of the services. (laughs) Sorry for that hiccup, everybody. But. Yeah, I would also like to watch Rebels. Yeah, I think Rebels is probably on most people's lists because I always hear about it. Always. Is Disney supposed to be launching their own streaming service? Yeah. It'll, 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 be, on it'll there. be on there. Just another service. Oh, oh well. And it, well, it's going to apparently have everything on it if they keep buying up places. Yeah. <laughs> They'll probably have an X-Men TV show, an, a Marvel Avengers group show, a Star Wars show. Yep. Is there anything else? A Pixar show. It'll probably be a show where they take all the Pixar characters and throw them into one show. Is it Amazon that's going to do a live-action Lord of the Rings? Yep. I'm pretty excited for that. I'm so, like, hyped and also, like, nervous about it. Yeah. I'm like, that is so cool, but why? (laughs) That was my response when I read it. I was like... But give it to me. (laughs) Like, there's so many more stories in that world, so, like, I understand why. But also, because Ian McKellen said that he'd be Gandalf again. Do you know if he was ever cast for that? I doubt he will be. Okay. I don't know he if said they're going to want to spend that money. Yeah, he said he would do it, but then that would bring in some weird, like, is it in this? Is it the same? Is it a like shared universe? Because everyone's always about shared universes. And so that could bring in, that could be some weird stuff. I wonder like, if they can get Sean Connery this time. He was supposed to be Gandalf. Yeah, turned he, it down. he went. He turned it down to do League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, <laughs> probably oh, like the man. worst comic book movie ever. But honestly, <laughs> I, I can't imagine him being Gandalf. Like, oh Frodo, you gotta Ian, take the ring to Mordor. Ian McKellen is just so iconic in that role. Yeah, he's really good. I read that article when they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna do a Lord of the Rings show," and I was like, "All right." Like as I was reading the article, I'm like, "Okay." All right, I'm in. Yeah, let's do this. And as soon as I finished the article, I was like, kind of how you were. I was like, wait, <laughs> why? Is it the story of I've Lord of the Rings, or is it just other stories from Middle from Middle Earth? I've Nobody no really idea. knows. Because like they're it's still pretty early. Yeah. on for the decision. <laughs> mm-hmm. But anyways, I so could, is that it for TV shows? Uh, yeah, I think that's it for TV shows. I can't think of anything else. All right, so we're going on to movies. And since we saw and talked about so many movies, there's a little more questions. Okay. Um, so the first one I have is the best moment in a movie that you saw. I'd, I mean, definitely the most memorable, which part of it is because I saw it most recently. But also because it's awesome. Cause I but know also because it's amazing is yeah. the hyperspace jump in, in, yeah. in The Last Jedi. That was super awesome. <laughs> that was crazy. Like that was, was beautiful. I think my best moment or favorite moment are they the same? 
they synonymous? Sure. Either one, either or, and, but. Yeah. I think No Man's Land. Yeah, I have that. probably my favorite moment of the year. I have that written down, too. I, that scene, like, I was listening, so this is kind of off topic a little bit, but I was listening to Spotify, my best of 2017 playlist. And it's just, you know, song after song after song. And then it got real quiet. And I was like, man, why is my why is my music not playing? And then I look and it's because it's the beginning of the no man's land part of the score. And I was like, Oh, I listened to that enough for it to make my, Oh, better go grab the Kleenexes. Cause I'm about to cry. <laughs> Cause I'm listening to the sound. It made my top songs of 2017 in terms of plays. So yeah. that just tells you a little bit more about that scene for me. I, I love that scene. I, I had that written down too. Yeah. That was definitely a highlight. And you guys can say more too. You don't have to do just honorable one. mention. Seeing the Justice League standing there, yep, was a big. Um, say what you want about the movie, but there's people who have waited fifty, sixty plus years for that moment to happen on the big screen, mm. and it was given to them this year. And I think that's that's a big moment, big part of history. So I, I just think that scene was was really cool to see yep. to be to be able to say I'm in my twenties when that happened. Like, I didn't have to wait 50, 60 years for it. So. Yep. All right. So, I have two others that I wrote down besides No Man's Land, and that is from Fate of the Furious when Jason Statham saves the baby, which was so awesome. And then also, um, Chris, you didn't see this one, but the scene where the losers club goes to the house on Neibolt street. Hey, Oh, Oh, and the projector scene. I'll just throw that in there too. That was good, man. I was, I was freaking out cause I'm a wuss, but that scene is insane. Another really good moment from this year. I'll do, I'll just do the superhero movies since that seems to be my theme. Logan spoilers for Logan. Um, when spoiler, let's just say spoilers for everything from 2017. How about, yeah, that's from, fine. Um, when Logan dies and you get that scene with Daphne Keene like crying at his grave yeah I think that was like one of the most powerful scenes of the year too the shootout in Wind River oh at the at the trailer door oh my gosh officers here standing right in front of your door boom like as soon as he said that I'm like oh this is gonna be a shootout oh that movie was so insane Oh, and when he took the guy out into the, um, just out into the on top of the mountain, on top of the mountain, it's like, yeah, you can go that way. Yeah, yeah, you're free to go. Give you the same <laughs> chance you gave her. That that movie's so good. Highly recommend. All right, worst moment. I'll I'll do mine because you guys both didn't see these movies, but it's from Pirates Five, and it's just like the last battle. Sucks. <laughs> They're in like this splitting of the Red Sea type mm. water cave. And they're they're climbing up this uh, anchor, and the boat is just sitting on the edge of the water, and the anchor is just hanging. You know, it's like, first of all, I'd probably pull the ship over. And also, if instead of climbing up this anchor chain, why don't you just get into the water and float up to the top? It wasn't <laughs> that deep. <laughs> it was maybe like 40 feet. Man. It was so dumb. Air bubbles underwater, man. (sighs) (laughs) All right, and then my other one is just all the exposition and crappy Easter eggs they tried to plan in The Mummy. This is badly done. (laughs) 
My worst worst movie moment of the year was had to be the end of Murder on the Orient Express. I legitimately like face palmed in the theater. <laughs> I was just like, no. I think I actually said it out loud too. I'm pretty sure Dana like looked at me like what. I think the end of that movie, I just I could not believe it. It was stupid, and it didn't feel earned. Maybe in the book it would feel earned because you'd know the characters more, but it was dumb. Yeah, I'd say every moment in Murder in the Orient Express. <laughs> I just did not like that movie. They weren't the worst, but some of the jokes in Star Wars, like we talked about that in our Star Wars episode, that mm-hmm. those pulled me out of the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, even though I know a lot of other people really liked them. Um, pretty much everything in Transformers 5. Ah, I forgot that that was this year too because we, we talked about it on the podcast, so it had to be this year. I've tried to remove that movie from my mind. Yeah, yeah. There was the whole, like, the whole third act when they were on the, were they on like a floating thing? I I'm, I'm convinced that movie had four acts because yeah. when I thought it was over, it was just starting. I was like, oh, I still have like 35, 40 more minutes of this movie. Shoot me now, please. Yeah. Like you look your watch and be like, oh, this has probably been going for about two hours and 20 minutes, and you're an hour and 10 minutes in. <laughs> like the whole junkyard stuff in that movie. I No, thanks. It, just that movie in general? No. Like, I'm good. I don't want to watch it again. Unless somebody wants to pay me to do it. But I'm not watching that movie again. All right, next category. I have best hero. And this doesn't mean... Superhero. superhero no 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 like best, means protagonist. Best, best protagonist yeah logan i loved logan such a good movie such a good hero and this show like the fact that it was old man logan that was so amazing to see <laughs> that movie's great it was so much better than every other wolverine movie so far yeah and like i even liked the wolverine the one with the bear at the beginning yeah it wasn't like oh my gosh but it wasn't like origins yeah but i had a good time and then logan came out and was like wow they it's nailed it (laughs) like i don't think they can make a better wolverine movie yeah they won't they'd have to do something completely different probably Mm -hmm. especially since it's disney now but i'll I'll wait on this one in case tyler says it so i'll say my other one um officer k from blade runner i think that's some of the best character development in a movie i've seen in a long time and I really liked Ryan Gosling's performance. It's one of the best movies of the year. He was awesome. I, I really, really liked him. Joe. I think mine, I don't know, it's hard to say, but like Steve Trevor, I know he's not like the main character, but yeah. he, he was really good. Yeah. And like everything he did, there was a reason for it. He was my favorite hero. Yeah, he was he was really good. Had a very emotional scene that gave me the feels. Either do nothing or you do something. The one I thought you might say was Wonder Woman. I didn't want to take it from you. Oh, okay. But like, (laughs) I've never. It was so amazing to see that character portrayed and portrayed well, perfectly. Maybe. Yeah, very well. As close to perfect as you can get. Yeah. On and off screen. Any any more favorite heroes? Because this next category. Can I do favorite uh, side character? I don't even remember his name, but the guy in uh, Thor. What was his name? Korg. Korg. Yes. Korg was the best side character. I loved Korg. Just a little paper rock. This is a joke, Dad. 
He was great. Korg's such a dead man in Infinity War. (laughs) (laughs) So funny. He's just cannon fodder in that movie. Nah, dude. He's gonna gonna be the main hero. He's gonna come out last second and stab Thanos in the back. He's gonna gonna save the day. Never long bottom it. That's right. Don't expect. Yeah, Korg was amazing. All right. But more importantly, since hating on stuff is so fun, who was the worst hero this year? Worst protagonist. So hero... Like from superhero stuff, I mean, I know you guys aren't going to agree with me, but I'm going to say Superman. I knew you were going to say that one. Yeah. So I saw that one coming from a mile away too. Yeah. When I was reading it, when you sent us the um, questions, I was like, "Well, Superman for Chris." <laughs> Jot that one down. I have a lot for this one, so you go next, Tyler. I'm going to say Luke Skywalker was the worst hero of 2017 to me. All right, all right. Hate on me if you want to. Defend it all you want. I don't like his portrayal. I don't... I mean, even Mark Hamill didn't like it. So, I mean, whatever. He redacted that statement. But now they're both out there. Whatever. Well, he said... He said he regretted saying that. He regretted making it public. Yeah. So, I... I I mean, either way, I still didn't like it. Had some moments that were pretty cool, but... All right, I have a lot. Uh, First one is from Power Rangers. Power Rangers are dumb. (laughs) Um, second one is the major from Ghost in the Shell. Stupid. <laughs> it's badly done. Third one, Jack Sparrow. Just a dumb character now. And the fourth one is Optimus Prime. Because he was actually... Actually, he might have been the worst villain. <laughs> I think he's worst both. I think that Bumblebee was worse than Optimus Prime because he randomly spoke sometimes and randomly couldn't speak other times and it didn't make any sense. Yeah, but Optimus Prime was just flying through space in a glob of ice yeah (laughs) and then he was a villain for maybe a minute they're like oh man like the trailers they're like he's gonna be evil yeah till bumblebee rocks his brain one time or his gears i guess and also i'll add in mark Wahlberg's character from (laughs) from that movie marky mark just any any protagonist (laughs) from transformers transformers yeah Excluding Bumblebee, I actually like Bumblebee, but but he's not my favorite. Still gonna either. go see Bumblebee's solo movie. Yeah, me too. Yeah, probably. <laughs> All right, what's next? Hit us. Um, next is the best villain or antagonist. I got mine. I'm gonna go with Michael Keaton as Vulture in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Great pick. That I is, think they, that is solid. I think he. I watched that movie Saturday, maybe Friday. Um, and I, I, I think I had texted you and I was like, man, I forgot how good this movie actually was. Like yeah. when I walked out of the theater, I was like, yeah, there's some things I don't like, but like watching it again, I was like, man, it's, it's actually really good. It's really good. Yeah, it really is. I, and I thought Michael Keaton, he was like the first, like truly relatable villain. He's the first villain. That's like, you know what? He's right. Yeah. Like I love the <laughs> scene when Spider-Man's talking to him, he's like, you're selling weapons to these people. And he's like, well, how did you think Tony Stark made his money? And I was like, He's right. I mean, yep. he's not wrong. <laughs> he's doing exactly what the hero did. He's yep. just doing it a different way. And I, I was like, man, you know what? He was really good. Yeah. I really liked him. He's my favorite MCU villain. Oh, yeah. 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 I think he was the best. As much as like I was really conflicted on Star Wars, I do think that Kylo Ren is a good villain. I didn't want to take him, but Kylo Ren is a great villain. Yeah. yeah he's really good. I think that he was... His arc in that movie is fantastic. Yeah, I think he's one of the best parts of the movie. I think he Easily. is the best part of the yeah. movie. Um, Personal, well, maybe the space battles, but yeah, space battles were, were cool. 
I like space. I like space battles. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, so yeah, I definitely. I think. I think he was. He was probably my strongest villain of the year. Like no one else really super stands out unless it's for like a negative reason. <laughs> like. Yeah, I got my worst villain of the year is pretty much set in stone. Yeah. Luke, who's your who's your best? I really really enjoyed Love from Blade Runner twenty forty nine. Okay. But my favorite is the Beast from Split. Hey that yo. is that is some of the best acting I've seen this year from James McAvoy. Mm. Dana can't watch that movie. She can't handle the split <laughs> personality stuff because he is convincing. Yeah. He's he's very convincing in that movie. Yeah. It's it's pretty creepy my second, how he switches back and forth from all that. My second um, would be the family from Get Out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, I didn't know if somebody else was going to say it, but the family from Get Out is like next level good yeah and it i mean you kind of i don't want to say you see it coming but and i just recently watched it so again yeah it's so good so good such a good movie well deserved all the reviews it got Mm -hmm. but that family is morbid and extremely messed up Mm -hmm. have you watched it yet i have not i watched it again and it's it's not scary no 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 not at all that's why, and you guys made you made fun of me when I said this, but like I would compare it to Disturbia in the kind of like scary movie that it is. Mm. It's not really scary. It's just kind of it's like kind of suspenseful. I like. think that's what, that's my movie for the thing that I want to watch. Yeah, I think year. what made it scary for me was it was the first actual scary movie I saw in theaters. Yeah, it really is, and it's though. really dark in there, and I was pretty hyped up. So I probably yeah. just did it to myself. I'm sure I'll feel the same way about it later. It was pretty scary at times. Best villain, shout out to Pennywise. Yeah, Pennywise, but he wasn't on the screen enough, in my opinion. But the movie was about the kids, so. Yeah. Best heroes, the kids. (laughs) They were good. They're really good. All right, worst villain? Worst villain. I mean, for me, it's Steppenwolf. He sucks. Not convincing. Didn't look good. Like, his CGI was rough. That's, That's a very... Nice way to put it. <laughs> Rough. <laughs> yeah. It's pretty descriptive. I feel like you're being giving a lot of mercy. Yeah. <laughs> what word am I looking for? You're being graceful. Gracious. And gracious. And then uh in the also in Star Wars, Snoke was useless. He was such an unimportant character. Mm. Yep. So yeah, Star Wars had one of the best villains and one of the just why is he even here villains? Mine, I don't even know her name. The lady from Kingsman 2. Uh, uh, Poppy. Yeah, Poppy. My goodness. Yeah, screw she her. She was horrible. Terrible. And and the lasso dude. Yeah, the... He was stupid, whiskey. too. Yeah, sure. He was bad, too. Yeah, that movie was so disappointing. Popcorn flick. Yeah. They marketed so heavily. Chan- they marketed Channing Tatum so heavily oh. for that movie. <laughs> and then he was barely in it. Yeah. Um, My worst villains i don't remember her name because i don't care but i don't remember the actress's name oh elizabeth banks in power rangers oh rita repulsa yeah screw that man <laughs> that was stupid she's... they really changed her entire character it was pretty <sighs> that was so bad and then okay the worst one though is whatever the bad guy was in ghost in the shell i honestly have no idea what it was but it's nothing like the original the original is supposed to be a 
an AI, right? Yeah, a software AI. And this one, it's a dude who who wants money or something. It's so dumb. It Man, was so bad. They had some really solid source material to work from and just threw it all away. Uh, that was disappointing. Super whitewashed it. They explained that in the movie, too. Oh. Scarlett Johansson was an Asian, but they made her American when they gave her her robot body. Wait, 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 wait. So her becoming white was an upgrade? Yep. Is that what they're saying? <laughs> That's right. Wow. Oh, my. Wow. No, it's it's not what they're it's not what they're saying. It's just how they tried to explain why she. They tried look. to make it. Oh, because her name is something like Kiwazaki or something. I don't remember. I but might be racist. Sorry, <laughs> I'm not trying to be mean or whatever. I don't know. <laughs> Next category. Yeah. Or do you have more worst villains? Moving on. All right, this section is. I'm just going to put into one so we can just talk about them. But best and worst to be to, to post credit scene. Post credit scenes are just Easter eggs in movies that further storytelling in movies. Example being worst in The Mummy. Like there's a scene where they show up to uh, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. place for hunting monsters in that universe. Whatever it's called. Prodigium. And there's just vampire fangs, and they have a black lagoon fin, and all this stuff. And it's like, this is so stupid. Just laying it on thick. Yeah. We would care if the movie was halfway like, decent. Hey, don't forget, we have all these movies coming out. Three weeks later, yeah, we cleared out our offices, and there's nobody working here anymore. <laughs> okay. And then that went to Bloomhouse. Well, it's not even like in production. No, right now. but <laughs> that's who has the rights now, is Bloomhouse. Yeah. Also, Pirates 5. They left that open? Yeah. Oh, my They're God. They're like, yep, this is the last one. But what if we show Will Turner waking up from a dream? But the floor is wet. Pissed me off so much. I thought it was finally going to be done. And it's not. So you went with worst. Yeah, I went with worst. You guys can talk about the best, I guess. I'll go with the worst one <laughs> to me. Uh, the worst one to me was the stupid Jeff Goldblum thing at the end of Thor. I thought that was stupid. Um, I thought that was just really dumb. I, I, it served no purpose. I mean, I guess you could say the same thing with the Captain America one, but at least the Captain Captain America really one funny. was funny. Yeah. Like that was actually my favorite. One. <laughs> yeah, the Captain America one was great. I, I mean, it was yeah, it was funny, but it wasn't. It didn't advance anything. And yeah. this is a storytelling thing, is what we're kind of going off of. I think there might be a super obvious one, which is the best one. Yeah. I don't know if I should I say it. Do you want to? I don't know if you thought it was the best one. Go for it. No, I thought the Deathstroke Lex Luthor. Yeah. Post credit scene was the best post credit scene this year, maybe ever for me. I think that was the best part of that movie. It was pretty awesome. It was very nice. It was very unexpected. It was not at all what I thought the post credit scene would be, and I think that partly kind of says why it's the best. In my opinion, it's the best one. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. Best this year, maybe best ever. I don't know. Thanos stuff's always really good. Uh, it definitely wasn't the best by any means, but I liked showing the uh, the Watchers in Guardians 2. Yeah. And Stanley just talking about all his cameos. I'm surprised yours wasn't... Oh, that was a deleted scene. Never mind. The what? Miles Morales stuff in Homecoming. Oh, uh, well, I mean, that was... There were some good moments. Um, I sent you the 
Prowler thing yeah. the other day too. Um, I guess I was just thinking post-credit scenes. I wasn't thinking Easter eggs like that. Yeah. But the Miles Morales Easter eggs in Spider-Man: Homecoming. Uh, I kind of threw that in there at the end. Uh, we're just talking about it now. I really, mm-hmm. really hope they they do go that route at some point. Um, but I'm not. But I'm not putting my eggs in that basket yet. I hope the Kong Skull Island stuff plays out. Oh yeah. For the I still haven't seen that movie. Uh, what? Godzilla, yeah, King Kong. That movie's so much fun and kind of gross sometimes. Yeah. But in a good way. <laughs> yeah. I mean, those, those are the only ones I can really... All right, next there's, category. There's some nice callbacks in Star Wars to Back to Rogue One. Yeah, that one was pretty cool. So little Easter eggs. I guess those are more future Easter eggs in Rogue One. <laughs> but. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next category. I think somebody tweeted this one at us, but I had it on here already, which is best music, best use of music or best soundtrack. Um, I think like I've, I've definitely soured on this movie since I talked about it on the podcast, mm-hmm. but baby driver, I think did a lot with music really in a really cool way. But the more I think back on it, I think that it's, that's all it really did. Like, I don't think it's nearly as good of a movie as I thought when I initially saw it. But yeah. I think it's a great music video. And I actually forgot to talk about this and what we've been doing, too. I, I watched Baby Driver, and I thought it was pretty underwhelming. Third act sucks. Yeah, I think that there was just something about seeing it in theaters that made me enjoy it more. Yeah, I'm, I bet I would have really liked it if I would have been able to see it in theaters. So yeah. I was just never got to it. I was pretty upset about that. I haven't seen it. have it sitting on top of my PlayStation at home. Though. I'd still recommend to watch it, though. It's just underwhelming. Underwhelmed. Yeah, it's not it's not Edgar Wright's best work. I'm gonna go back to the Wonder Woman score. So good as a whole. I mean, you can say one moment, No Man's Land is great, of course, but the whole the credit song is incredible. I mean, I thought the whole score for that movie was fantastic. Uh, my favorite soundtrack of the year is definitely War for the Planet of the Apes. I haven't listened to that soundtrack. Still haven't watched that movie either. It is so good. It has these really, really somber and subtle piano themes going through it. But then it also has like super percussion with timpanis and big drums. Didn't you say it had like a savage feel to it? Yeah. It's dope. It's it's so good. I love listening to that one. And it also gets me super emotional. Because that movie's pretty sad. Also want to give a shout out to the Blade Runner 2049 soundtrack. I really like that one too. Uh, next category, best CGI character. Mine is Caesar. Looked like a real monkey. I mean, judging from the trailers I've seen of that movie, I'd probably agree with you, <laughs> but because I haven't seen it, I think I need to say a different one. Oh, I mean like, what's his name? Cork? Yeah. <laughs> Cork. He was just fun. And he was like a, like a totally cg character right? mm-hmm. yeah he was probably my f- favorite cg character this year i don't know if he was the best because he's so small like in terms of the plot but i don't know i guess i'd say spider-man having not seen planet of the apes i mean my second one would have been hulk but this was probably the best hulk we've had ever yeah, yeah he looked good that's a good point caesar just looked so dang real I take that back. Just all the apes looked so real. It's like almost annoying. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like because they can do it so well, but other movies can't get CGI right. Yeah, like orangutan is just like it's just right there in front of the camera, and you're like, oh no, that's real. <laughs> and you're like, oh no, 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 it's not. There's there's just no uncanny valley, which is insane. Granted, it's not a human character, which helps. <clears throat> All right, worst CGI character. This is a little easier. <laughs> Superman's mustache. <laughs> that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> Superman. Just the whole mustache thing. Um, the waterfall in Inhumans. <laughs> I know it's not a movie, but I saw it in IMAX. Saw it theaters. That's yeah. what I'm just gonna say it. It was so bad. And Steppenwolf. There was there yeah there was a lot of struggles in Justice League. Ooh. The Parademons at times looked really rough. Uh, yeah, Steppenwolf did not look well. <laughs> he looked sickly. Yeah, <laughs> pretty much. All right, those. Those were quick categories. Yeah, just wanted to throw them in there. But uh, we're to the the big the big daddy questions now. Best movie of 2017. Think long and hard. This is all opinion, right? Absolutely. <laughs> it's it's not what you think is the best made movie necessarily. Like. You know, all the this one has the highest Rotten Tomatoes. It's this is the one I enjoyed watching the most, which is why I had to rewatch all of them because I was like, I need to figure out these again. I'm gonna throw a curveball, a movie that I haven't mentioned yet. Oh dang! The Big Sick. Yeah, I really enjoyed The Big Sick a lot. I need to see that. <laughs> Darn it! Hiccuped again. Took my top five, and. Well, top four, because I've seen Wonder Woman so many times, I didn't rewatch that one. But uh, for the longest time, my number one was Dunkirk. But it's not anymore. It's Blade Runner. I knew it was going to be Blade Runner. Yeah, it's so good. I watched that movie again, and it's three hours long. Two hours and 45 minutes long. And I'm just so encapsulated in that movie the whole time, it's ridiculous. Like, a lot of times, I'll, I'll get on my phone or something through a movie. But the two hour and 45 minute one, I don't like, I don't know. That doesn't really make sense to me. I'm just so invested in what they're doing in that movie. It's oh, it's so good. Oh, and I need to upgrade my review from an eight to a nine on that. Probably. Which I said I would do. I think my favorite movie of the year was Coco. Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Coco was incredible. Do I'm a sucker all of for those family count movies. as a CGI characters. Does everyone in Coco count as a CGI character? <laughs> yeah, sure. Coco was great. Yeah. yeah, I think I think Coco was my favorite movie of the year, which is it's weird. Really good because can, can like Olaf be our uh, worst CGI character? Oh Who Olaf from the short before Coco? Can that whole short yes. just be the worst thing of 2017. That was terrible. Yep, that was so bad. You can buy it now. No thanks. It's uh, on demand. But yeah, Coco for me. I. That's pretty surprising. Yeah, but also. A wonderful, amazing choice. What did you think I was going to pick? Probably Logan or Wonder Woman. For Logan was second. Yeah. <laughs> but no, Coco is just so good. Yeah. I'm a sucker for family movies. Mm-hmm. So I'm quite the family guy. And Logan is a family movie. Logan is a family movie. And I have somebody in my family named Logan. Not really the same. But Hi, Logan. <laughs> Too bad he's not here right now. We could have gotten a 15 second something from him. Yep. <laughs> All right. Worst movie. Think this one should be easy. Transformers. Yeah, it's Transformers worse than Power Rangers for you, Luke. I didn't see Power Rangers, so yeah, pa- okay. Power Rangers was at least watchable. Okay. 
It's just I didn't like anything in Power Rangers. <laughs> yeah. That's weird to say. I didn't like anything yeah. in it, but it's. I think for I me, know. it's between Transformers and Murder on the Orient Express. I just Murder on the Orient Express was a. It was like a chore getting through that. How long is that movie? I don't even know. It's less than two hours. Oh wow! But that's why I said the ending doesn't feel earned. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, the last night. I'm not. Yeah, I don't even have to say it. Probably is the worst movie. But you know what? Honestly, it's what you expect. Yeah. So I feel like I, yeah, I gave it a two out of ten. It's my worst reviewed mo- movie. But I think I have to give it to the Mummy. Mm. Wow. Because it had a lot more potential and it actually looked good, like from the trailers. So it ended up being more of a letdown? Yeah. And like, sure, the reviews had been out for a really long time and they're like, yeah, this is not good. And I was like, well, I'll still check it out to see what this universe is going to be like. I have no idea what this universe was supposed to be like. I don't know if it's supposed to be a comedy, a horror, action. They just picked every single thing and were like, uh, do it all. It's, <laughs> it's it's stupid. I'm glad I didn't watch it. Yeah. Like, I give Last Night and Pirates 5 the same value. I'm expecting it to be terrible. And yeah. it is. So it's not like, oh, that was a letdown. Unless it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Ah, I wanted to give that a one. I only gave it a two. Shucks. Okay, and I mean, those are both sequels yeah. in, in genres where they're just going to keep making crappy movies. Yep. Whereas The Mummy was supposed to be starting a new universe. And, and failed didn't do brilliantly. Well. Well, it was their second try at a movie launching a universe. Too, yeah. So. They have one more strike left. <laughs> if it even happens. I was going to say, I don't know if it's even going to happen yeah, we'll at this see. point. All right. Surprise movies. Which movie surprised you the most? Good or bad, I guess. Coco. Yeah. Yeah, Coco. Uh, Thor for me. I was not expecting much from that. Yeah, definitely Thor. Ended up really enjoying that a lot more than I thought yep. I would. Me too. I yep. was pretty surprised by Baby Driver with how much I was underwhelmed. I thought it wasn't going to be as good as I thought because I was so late and I was all hyped yeah. up. But then it was like, oh, wow, that actually didn't live up to my even lowered expectations. <laughs> yeah. But I think that's like I went in like I didn't know anything about it. It was just Zach was over, yeah, former guest on the podcast, um, and was like, "Let's go Steve watch Zamboni. it." What I said, oh, Steve Zamboni after dark, yeah. and yeah, I didn't really know anything about it. I and so I went and I saw it like pretty completely fresh, and mm-hmm. it was it was fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, doesn't really. Um, I think my biggest no hot fuzz. Sorry. <laughs> Hot Fuzz is Eddie Red's best movie. Yeah, I agree with that. It's so funny and good. It's so much fun. I think my biggest surprise is Wind River. Like, I I, I was I went into that like, this will probably be good. It might be a lot of fun. It might be really exciting. It might be thrilling. I left that theater just like, oh my gosh. That was, it was emotional. Yeah, it was really good. And just, I was also really surprised with how they told the story within it because there if there comes to a point in the movie i'm not going to spoil this one since probably a lot of people haven't seen this one but there comes to a point where it shifts and you're like oh that's not what i expected yeah and it's not just like a twist it's just in the manner of storytelling and it's really cool and unique i think Mm -hmm. do you think it's going to get some uh 
I hope some so. Nominations. I, I hope it gets um uh screen writing credit yeah. of some type. I wouldn't mind seeing a best director nod for that. Granted I haven't seen a lot of the other movies. But who directed yeah. that one? Taylor Sheridan? The guy who wrote Sicario. No, uh Hell or High Water. Uh-huh. Sicario. I don't know, man. But Google it, listeners, and let me know. <laughs> I'm too tired to do it right now. All right. Best movie you didn't see but was probably really great. Mine's The Big Sick and also The Disaster Artist. I was going to say Disaster Artist and War for the Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Also Jumanji. Mine is <laughs> Get Out and Three Billboards. I really want to see The Disaster Artist. I think that looks really good and it's been getting a lot of critical praise. I'm pumped to see The Room and then see that. Can't wait. We still have to finish our bet, Tyler. Of watching the room, yeah. Surprise movie of the year is Jumanji, even though I haven't seen it. <laughs> I just did not expect it to be well liked, yeah, or make a lot of money, mm-hmm. and it's like doing really well. Mm-hmm. So, all right, the next category I have, we can go through this one pretty quick. Best thing from the year that's pretty forgettable. They just totally forgot. Best thing, like in movies, or just in general. Anything. <laughs> These are all super generic now. Starting this podcast, <laughs> it's pretty forgettable that we started this year because it feels like we've been doing it a lot longer. That's true. Mm-hmm. Feels like we've been doing it for five years. I forgot Fate of the Furious came out this year. <laughs> that was a lot of fun. I forgot when I was writing all these down. I for totally forgot about Ghost in the Shell. I forgot about Power Rangers, and I forgot about King Kong. And I really enjoyed King Kong. Yeah, King Kong was good. Power Rangers and Ghost in the Shell, I was not a fan of though. Those are definitely forgettable. Well, they did get canned. <laughs> also, superhero movie-wise, Guardians 2. Yeah. I don't really care about that movie anymore. I feel like it was really overshadowed by Thor. Like, I feel like Thor hit a lot of the same... And was like, a lot of the same notes and did a better job of it. Yeah. All right. 2018 is upon us. Now give me your most anticipated items for 2018. 2K18. The Spider-Man game for PlayStation 4. Mm. Oh, yeah, baby. Really looking forward to that. Give it to me now. The Miles Morales Spider-Man movie. It's coming out next fall. Mm-hmm. Um, that trailer was insane. It's good. <laughs> really looking forward to that. I have a bunch, dude. I can go on for a while. Titans, the TV show on DC's streaming service with Young Justice Season 3 as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Freaking love Young Justice. Obviously, Infinity War. Infinity War. Aquaman. Black Panther. Tell you what movie I'm not looking forward to in 2018. What? And one movie I don't want to watch, but I'm going to watch it for the sake of this podcast. See, here, before you say it, I am kind of awkwardly looking forward to this just because I'm so dang curious. Now say it. Solo? Yeah. Yeah. I... don't care. I just, <laughs> I'm so curious with how this thing turned out because they've had so much trouble with it. I'll tell you what is actually my least anticipated. My my least anticipated is Alita Battle Angel. Oh, yeah. yeah. What? That trailer popped up before Star Wars, and I was like, mm. <laughs> Super Uncanny <laughs> no. Valley, which, like, it was purposefully Uncanny Valley, but it just... It looks stupid. Bad. Shoot me. What is Uncanny like Valley? It's... You, you, you got it. So, with, like, art and CGI and stuff, it's that concept of, like... So C-3PO doesn't like look weird and make you feel uncomfortable because he's far enough away from what a real human looks like. 
Gotcha. But then the closer you get until you get good enough, it starts to feel like really weird and uncomfortable. And think Tarkin, you know how you're, oh, it like, gotcha. you're just like something's off. Yeah. That's the uncanny Valley. So you have to be on either side of that, either like perfect, like super realistic to where you don't notice or far enough away. Like I think C-3PO is a great example of like mm-hmm. humanoid, but I'd say Caesar far enough away that you don't feel weird looking at him. Like, you know, he's not a human because like Caesar is a humanoid and yeah, but because he's not human because he's a ape, Mm -hmm. the alien from alien covenant, maybe Mm -hmm. he wasn't great, but he's far enough away to, yeah, it it doesn't make you go. Something's off. You just kind of go, Oh, it's an alien. Yeah. Yeah. But you can, you can still be like, it doesn't look good. Yeah. like Steppenwolf, since he is humanish, and they did bad, you go something's not good. Yeah, that there. looks that looks bad. Yeah, because you're trying to like your brain's trying to make it like rectify it as human, but there's something wrong with it and it can't. Yeah, gotcha. Okay, I was just curious. Any more? M- 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 any, any? Okay. Any? <laughs> anything for the most anticipated still? Um. Wrinkle in Time. Mm. Like, I really enjoyed that book. I think that'll be cool. I'm I'm anticipating Ready Player One um, to go back to that. Yeah. Um, but I'm like cautiously optimistic that's what about I was, that movie. That's what I was wondering because I know how much you like that book. I, yeah, mm. I just... One thing I think they're doing really well is they're getting away from making it all 80s. And yeah. I think that is smart. I, th- I think that's a good decision because I think what they're going to try to do is... Yes, it's Ready Player One. They share the same title, but I don't think it's going to be the same story. Yeah, I think they're taking the concepts. It, From what I've seen, it looks like they're only looking for one egg instead of three, which is probably a good choice for a movie because... I think they'll still do the three. I just huh. think they'll do it differently. Okay. And yeah, and they're, they're updating it out of the 80s, which I think, again, is good. And yeah, they're definitely... It seems like they're taking the concept definitely modernizing it. modernizing it even though i mean it's it's a modern it's a modern book it's just it leans really heavily on on 80s pop culture right um and i think there'll still be a lot of that yep. in the movie but i think yeah. also i think it's a good decision to scale it forward and yeah i think that they're adjusting the story to the big screen yeah and so it's not going to be the book it's not it's probably going to have a lot of stuff that's not in the book like a race yeah sequence. yeah that's weird. but like a race sequence probably gonna look really cool yeah. on screen so yep i but yeah i am i am looking forward to that i i do worry a little bit um because that is my favorite book yeah like ever like i i will push that book on anybody because i, I don't think you have to be a certain way to like the book i think it is good i mean mm-hmm. i know you listen to the audiobook i really liked it Despite Will Wheaton reading it. (laughs) Yeah. Well, Will Wheaton's like the president in that book. So that's another really interesting tidbit. Yeah. That part was weird when he was reading that bit. And now that the movie's coming out, there there was rumors that Ernest Cline was already working on a sequel for Mm -hmm. the book. And he confirmed it like December 13th or something that he was. So again, there's another series that's going to turn into movies. Um, I really hope that the third book in the King Killer Chronicles comes out this year. 
we don't have any promises of it coming out yet, but I just, I really want that book. Yeah, are we doing movies or books? Or I thought we were just doing anything. Oh, okay. Everything. Right? Yeah. Okay, sorry. Um, See, so I really want that book to come out this year. Um, I don't know if I have any video games like that I'm crazy, like super crazy looking forward to. If Anthem's this year, I want that probably be it. Does Red Dead 2 come out? Yes. This year? Okay. Holy crap, it's 2018. Yep. Just hit me. That's Red Dead comes out this just, year. Just today. Wow. Sorry. When you said Red Dead, my, my blood got pumping a little bit. Um, I'm really excited for the rest of Doomsday Clock. Um, I'm really excited for the seasons they do in the Marvel Netflix um, including what, including Iron Fist. What's next for them? Jessica Jones? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Um, definitely the DC streaming service. I actually kind of forget about that every once in a while. Well, you yeah. know, I wasn't I wasn't super pumped. Like, I was excited that they're doing a Titan show, but... Then they release those costumes. Since releasing costumes, I'm like, man, this show looks legit. <laughs> and they're going to have a lot of the freedoms doing it on a streaming service that they yeah. don't have in network television. So I think it's I think it's really going to do well. Mm-hmm. Plus Young Justice. Yeah. Season 3. Justice, oh, young Justice, so good. And to get Young Justice, all of it, in its entirety, again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because... I mean, I'm going to watch it before I start season three. I'm going to watch it all over again. Yeah. Twice. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> so good. Um, I might have bought Invasion because it wasn't streaming. So I might have had to like <laughs> buy it on, well, still stream it, but like pay for it on Amazon. Yeah. That's season uh, two, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, something else is I'm looking forward to Sicario 2 Soldado, and I'm bringing that up. So everybody just goes and watch Sicario because it's freaking brilliant. It's by the guy who made Blade Runner, which is fitting for this because it was my favorite movie okay is there any i can't i feel like there's something i'm forgetting deadpool 2 could be the last deadpool movie nah they're not gonna throw away that money that's true yeah disney owns enough properties now that they can make r-rated movies and no one will care just be like oh it's part of our r-rated branch (laughs) i wish i could say i'm looking forward to the next season of game of thrones (laughs) But I can't. Westworld comes out this year, though, right? Yeah. I'm looking forward to that. We'll see how that goes. Yep. <laughs> I'm kind of nervous. Yep. Um, I hope Stranger Things Season 3 comes mm. this year. I don't know if it will, though. I'm just kind of guessing. I think... I can't think of anything else. Every superhero movie that comes out ever. <laughs> Let's just say that. Black Panther. We've said it, yeah. but I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah. Like hardcore. And like you mentioned the Spider-Man game. I'm looking forward to that so hard, man. I cannot wait for that. Did you see there's like a trailer for it before Spider-Man Homecoming? Like on Blu-ray? There was? Yeah. It's like this like behind the scenes thing with the studio. It's pretty dope. That's awesome. All right. All right. Those are all the categories I thought of that we thought of. Sorry. (laughs) That was all Luke. Yeah, it was. It was all me. Get on my level. No, I'm just kidding. That was that was kind of mean. I feel bad for that. Okay, let's move on to Twitter with Tyler because I think we have some more options. We do. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> do you cut that every week to make it sound closer? 
No. You just leave it? Sometimes. That, that awkward moment where I was like... <sighs> I've, I've left it a space there sometimes, but I'll take out like the 30 seconds, but I'll leave in like three seconds so there's just silence <laughs> for a bit and then... <laughs> That's awesome. All right, so we had quite a bit of stuff sent in, um, but some of them we've already addressed, but I'm still going to read them mm-hmm. um, and mention them. So the first one came from Josh Taylor at jtizall12 he said favorite comic book run and why and then he said my bad favorite in general not from this year not from this year yeah just your favorite comic book run that you've read um he said it's more of a twitter with tyler question because i i asked him i was like Mm -hmm. favorite run we read this year or favorite run that came out this year so and he just meant in general mine has to be red hood and the outlaws new 52 i mean i it's my favorite character Mm -hmm. all seven volumes I don't know my I don't know if it's a graphic novel or not or if it was a run but it's it was the long Halloween Batman. I think that's just a novel so I'm not going to say that. Mm. Um I'm going to go with oh my gosh, this is tough. I'm okay, I'm going to cheat. I'm going to give two. Brian Azzarello's run on Wonder Woman for the New 52 really did a lot of things for that character that going into the Greek mythology. It was really cool and it was really unique and it kind of got me into Wonder Woman <laughs> a lot. And then also Scott Snyder and Greg Capullo's run on Batman, on Batman is so good. Both going to be at Planet Comic Con. Yeah, boy. But you? I'm out of my depth on this one, guys. Sorry. <laughs> I've oh. not read enough comic books. All right. Well, then we'll move on. So next <laughs> was from at Eric Exum, at EX, I'm sorry. And he said top five movies. I'm assuming he means of 2017. Okay. Um, mine would be Coco, Logan, Wonder Woman, I don't know. I'll say a top three. I'll just go with those three. I hate doing top fives. Like, I'm sure that I'm going to forget stuff. Yeah, I especially on the spot because I'll forget. I'll, I know I'll leave one out. I'd say Big Sick, Logan, Wonder Woman. I'm, just, I'm so conflicted on Star Wars. Coco, Logan, Wonder Woman, Spider-Man, Justice League. Mm. There's mine. Yeah, so I'm going to go Big Sick, Logan, Wonder Woman, probably Spider-Man, and then I also really liked Lady Bird. I haven't seen Lady Bird. Me neither. It's on my watch list. It's probably going to get some nominations. Oh, yeah. Will I get in trouble if I go to 10? Yes. Oh, gosh. Dude. Only five. Sorry. I did not realize my face is on the mic. Because I feel like a butt leaving out of these movies I really loved. That's the best part of the top fives. Let's see it. All right, Blade Runner 2049, Dunkirk, Logan, Get Out, Wonder Woman. Oh, man, Dunkirk. I'd probably put Dunkirk in the place of Spider-Man on mine. I forgot about Dunkirk. My two favorite movies were the shortest movie I saw this year and the longest movie I saw this year. Just to, just shows that a movie doesn't have to be exactly two hours and 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. Get that in your head, producers. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for listening to our podcast. All right, are we moving on? <laughs> Yeah. Next question was from Zach Newman, and his question was best ge- guest episode. Not yours. Burn. Yeah. Not, <laughs> not yours. So I'm gonna have to go with a four-way tie between the uh, E3 episode, the Harry Potter trivia episode, the Spider-Man episode, and five-way tie, Stranger Things, and Justice League. And this, yeah, five-way tie. Stranger Things, 
and Justice League. We can just say it's definitely not the Blade Runner episode, and it's definitely not the Star, Star Wars. Yeah, I'd say <laughs> any guest episode other than Star Wars, Star Wars or Blade Runner. Yeah, <laughs> those ones were the worst. Yeah, those ones were terrible. Sorry if you guys had to listen to those. <laughs> uh, yeah, our guests are awful. <laughs> he sent another question: um, best meal you ate in 2017? Uh, it's the same meal every year. Meal the MCC sale. It's Veronica German buffet, not a buffet. A uh, German dinner. <laughs> <sighs> Yours too. No. Oh, you said yep, and I was like, dang, I need to go eat this Veronica thing. No, 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 no. It's my favorite food. It's my favorite meal. My I favorite had, food is cheese. I had some time to work on uh, my sandwich making abilities this year. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, made the best grilled cheese in my life. Congratulations. Yeah. Gr- uh, it's not just grilled cheese. It has ham and turkey and pickles and Chick-fil-A sauce on it. A panini? It. Yeah, well, I fried it. I used a panini press. Oh. It was a fried sandwich. Um, and you use uh, mayonnaise instead of butter on the outside. That's the it's like important key ingredient there. Yeah. I don't like mayonnaise. That sounds terrible. But I'm glad you enjoyed it. Yeah. I eat uh, mayonnaise. Well, the mayonnaise, the mayonnaise fries up on it like the butter would. So you don't, you don't taste the mayonnaise unless you put mayonnaise inside it too. When you tuned into What the Fanboy today, did you think you were going to get... Cooking, cooking lessons cooking with chris <laughs> i'm telling you I'm new telling episodes you. coming out next week if you if you like grilled cheese swap the butter for mayonnaise give it a try i know it sounds weird you'll never go back that's awesome my favorite meal of 2017 had to be uh dana made she put like chicken breast in a crock pot and let it slow cook all day and then we pulled it mm. apart with rice and broccoli so we do it so it was like teriyaki chicken with rice and broccoli made in a crock pot and it was it is fantastic all right best movie soundtrack of 2017 also came from zach we've already answered that one i think well we said best use of music well it was, it was both yeah mine was wonder woman to reiterate mine was war for the planet of the apes mine was baby driver and blade runner Blade Runner was also very good um this wasn't a question but dudes with bruise um, sent us a happy new year's message i just wanted to read that on here it said happy new year's to all the folks that gave us a listen and support us supported us this year and then he had shout outs for there was five of us yeah five of us um and then he said he hopes to be asleep by 10 <laughs> i'm like on episode nine or ten of theirs they're funny they're really funny. they're pretty good <laughs> i love it when they talk about ghosts and stuff it cracks me up <laughs> shout out back to dudes with bruise drew Thank you as well for your support. Next, another one from Zachary Newman. Unrelated to best of 2017, but do you think we'll ever get an R-rated Star Wars movie? Absolutely freaking not. Yeah, I don't think we will. <laughs> nope. Got to remember who owns those rights. If you got to remember too that Star Wars is is for kids. Yeah, it's for Star Wars. Yeah. If the Boba movie doesn't get an R rating, nothing will. I can see them doing something on like the streaming service. That's Maybe like a ma- show. That's more mature, yeah. but it won't be R-rated. Maybe a show, like yeah. a mature show. I could see that, but yeah, I agree. Job of the Hut gangster <laughs> TV show. So we had a series here by Blake, and this will close us out too. So his first was Best Female Actresses in a Supporting Role from 2017. That's super specific. <laughs> um, Anna de Armas as Joy in Blade Runner. Solid. That is absolutely that is solid. <laughs> she was really, really, really good in that movie. Also, Robin Wright in Wonder Woman was really good. 
Also a good answer. Also good in Blade Runner. Also really good in Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> I think Robin Wright did really well this year in both movies. Also, um, I know this isn't what he asked, but worst is uh, Girl from the Mummy and Girl from Transformers. Same person? No. Oh, okay. I just don't know their names. One of them is Laura Haddock. Sorry, I'm just no fixing everything I say in weird fashion. Keep All going, right. please. All right. <laughs> Stop <Be> me talking. <laughs> His next question was best guest hosts of 2017. Yeah, I know it's me, but you know I'm kind of a big deal. Um, actually, we just said... Yeah, you and uh, you and Zach had the worst guest spots <laughs> this year, yeah. so I'm gonna go with. Uh, hopefully, you guys do better in 2018. <laughs> Brett, Carly, Andrea, Diane, Logan, and Dana. Yeah, are our best. The other two guys, you guys are terrible. Definitely. But we do love you. You know, you still like. Yeah. 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 But your episodes were extremely average. <laughs> 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 Just hammer it home, guys. <laughs> All right, best restaurant eaten at in 2017? McDonald's? No, I was kidding. <laughs> I was going to say Taco Bell. Listen, I, I love I mean, I was going to say Chick-fil-A, so. I could think of something better than that. Maybe Kobe. Oh, dude, Kobe's so good. Yeah. Japanese Steakhouse. We should go there. Let's go right now. Let's do it. Ooh, maybe Emperor's. Oh, Luke, dude, Emperor's is so Luke good. Luke introduced me to Emperor's this year. Oh, so fantastic. I really like Red Lobster. It's really good. I get their their feast and I down that sucker, man. Do you eat some of the biscuits? Yeah, like all of them they bring <laughs> out. Those biscuits are good. So good. Yeah, I don't have a sp- Chick Fil A for Chris. I didn't go anywhere. And I'm actually not kidding about McDonald's. I really do love McDonald's. I don't care who knows it. Give me those fries, fool. All right. And his last question was: This one's for Tyler. Favorite sports moment of 2017. You guys can chime in too if you have one. I'll give you guys a chance first. I know Chris doesn't. Chris is shaking his head no. Uh, sorry, guys. Oh, I got one. It's not really a moment, I guess, but it's just that uh, Wichita State is in the American Conference now. So we can actually play good teams. And get better seating. Get better seating. Better get, recruits. Yeah, recruits get on TV more. That isn't... They were on CBS the other yeah. day when they played UConn. Yeah. I love watching soccer basketball. It's growing on me. So is that your moment? Just the American announcement? Yeah. Okay. So I have two. Um, the first being, I'm a huge fan of football. So I'm, I'm a big fan of greatness in football. So I really liked seeing um, Tom Brady bring back the Patriots against the Falcons. Do you have another one? I got another one. Um I don't remember when it was, but when the Chiefs beat the Redskins on Monday Night Football. <laughs> All right, yeah. So Brady, Brady being bringing the uh, Patriots back against the Falcons after being down twenty-eight to three in the third quarter. Super awesome. That was um, pretty incredible to do that at thirty-nine years old at the NFL and play at that high of a level is absolutely absurd. So that was really cool. My second favorite sports moment. Um, I mean. It's kind of loosely. It's more of a sports tradition that is was introduced this year in 2017. Um, University of Iowa has a children's hospital that overlooks their stadium. And every game mm-hmm. at home, they take a moment for the fans and the players to turn and face the hospital, and everybody waves. And I, I, I just so awesome. I think it's the coolest thing in sports today. I mean, I don't know. I'm a huge advocate for sports in general, and that's just one of those. Like, those kids are typically, if you're in children's, 
you are terminally ill. Um, so that, I mean, it's just something to brighten those kids days up. Um, and I've always said, you know, as when I played football, you play for the people who can't. And so I just think that's such a cool gesture. Um, and it hits me in my heart. I get choked up talking about it now, but it just hits me hard. So I think that was my favorite from this year. 2018 wise hasn't happened, but I am really looking forward to watching Olympics. Yes. I love watching the Olympics. 2018, I'm really looking forward to the NFL playoffs because six of the, or eight of the 12 teams who made it weren't in the playoffs last year. Wow. Oh, Rams, Jacksonville. <clears throat> Bills haven't made it since 99, and they made it. That's pretty nice. Yeah. So that's really cool. Somehow the Chiefs made it, even though they played like a <clears throat> big old toilet bowl like in the middle of the season. They got the Titans first, so they got a chance to fix that. Uh, they'll probably figure it out how to lose. I'm a huge Chiefs fan, by the way. <laughs> I really do like the Chiefs. So does Chris. He's he's nodding this whole time nope. that we're talking. Nope. nope. He agrees with everything me and Tyler have said. Born born and raised in Denver. <laughs> as disappointing as that is. Hey, you guys are about to probably have a hundred and thirty million dollar quarterback who can't win playoff games, so that's cool. Yeah. Enjoy that. Who? Kirk Cousins. I doubt the Redskins sign him. <clears throat> puberty is a crazy thing. Still about, a little choked up. It's about time you hit puberty <laughs> again in a podcast. <clears throat> I've done it a few times, haven't I? Yeah. Okay. A lot. <laughs> but that is it for Twitter with Tyler today. That was it. That is it. That was actually a pretty good amount, though. Yeah, that was a lot of fun questions. Keep sending them in. Yeah, keep sending them in. Um, we're at Twitter. We're on Twitter. Or at Twitter on Twitter with Twitter at what the fanboy. <laughs> We're at Twitter on what the fanboy. Either or. Somebody else can say it. We're on Twitter um, <laughs> at what the fanboy. I'm also on Twitter at Tyler underscore nineteen underscore Davis. Luke, where can we find you? Uh, the boy Wanda T H E underscore B O I underscore W U N D A. Yeah, you can also uh, follow us on SoundCloud at SoundCloud slash what the fanboy. Uh, be sure to uh, find us on iTunes and rate and review us there. Uh, give us them five stars. Heck yeah. And also yeah, type up a review. That's helpful for us. We're also on Google Play if you uh, are into that kind of thing. And uh, are we on Stitcher? I don't know. No. Never mind. Don't forget about that. Don't don't look for us on Stitcher. <laughs> uh, we're on YouTube too. Yeah. Our Avengers reaction that the world seems to hate has a hundred and one thousand views. I think it's over a hundred and four now. Oh my gosh, that's insane. It's a lot of views. So so thank you for watching that. Yeah, keep clicking on it. We'll be having probably a lot of them this year because there's like ten superhero movies coming out. Also a hundred and two k. Oh my gosh. Also, if you have suggestions for things we should do videos of or for. Let us know. Um, We're always looking for new things to do on there. Yep. So hit us up. We We love it. We love it. Let's have a great 2018. Yeah. Let's make it better than 2017. Yeah. Yep. Happy New Year, everybody. Woohoo. Wish I had a champagne bottle. (laughs) That's good enough. We'll take it. Bubble bottles in the club. Until next time? Yeah, until next time. See you guys. guys. (laughs) 
I can't do it. Yeah, pretty much what it was like in the car. Wow. Wow. Wow.